A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the beep 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 paging planet Earth beep 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 beep. How many can I do of this podcast? Beep 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 The hamster dance was the future. Oh my god. The hamster dance. Love. Love. Hamster dance. What was before that? The crazy frog? Or was that after? Mm. Crazy frog. I think crazy frog was awesome. after. Not a historian on the matter, but I feel pretty well versed. And I think the frog came after. Well, I the frog was like, on commercials. Yeah. So that's, that's why I think he was after. Yeah. No, you're right. I think. <laughs> I feel like um, memes and the internet have made things like that. Um, more ubiquitous in that they like have to happen more often and they're like on a smaller scale but 
just thinking back to it, I guess like peanut butter jelly time or something oh, yeah. like when some kind of joke thing mm-hmm. would would make it into all of the culture, what a like uh, <laughs> huge deal that would be for just like a random weirdo song to like mm. capture the hearts of a nation. Or like when we all saw the same YouTube video, like yes. my finger, where it's like, oh, your teacher saw it, and you saw it, and your friends, and your cousins, because there was like four videos on YouTube at the time, yes. and it was we all had this collective agreement on very like safe, light humor. I was just about to say The Office, like The Office is popping into the front of my mind. I feel like we were all watching The Office as it was coming out. YouTube videos were very safe, and um. It was for babies. I mean, the internet was kind of for babies and goofs, and now it's obviously used for uh, terror and genocide, and also, you know, and friendships and, and babies and goofs and babies and and ba- babies goof too. Go this and brush your shoulders a, off. Yeah, this is a goof space. <laughs> yeah, the internet's still goofs. I think make. Oh, I won't say that phrase. I the internet should be pushed for humor and fun. Again, but not flash mobs. That's my that's my vote for <laughs> the direction of the internet. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think there's some, you know. I think I sent it. I don't know if I did send it to you guys, but I think I've sent it to everyone on my phone. So if I missed you, I'm sorry. Ooh. Um, but it was like this Baby Yoda chicken wing video where it's just like a nine frame TikTok. It's like very um, yes. annoying. And that is like my favorite. And Scott's always like, "Why are you watching that again?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch it a lot. Like, this is not going away. I love this." I don't think you've sent that to me. Send I'm me baby. Yoda. I'll send it. Fuck. It's like a very weird TikTok. I mean, it's not even weird. It's just like, yeah, annoying. I guess. I don't know. Why. I don't know. I thought it was cute, but I think anything with Baby Yoda is cute. I need to get back on my Baby Yoda train. I'm, I mean, this is old. This is old ass news by this point. But I like watched a lot of second season. Mando fell off. Pablo abandoned me on that train. I need to get back there myself because I I like it. It is for babies, but I'm a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like it when being abandoned in the mid watch. I it's I know like, it's a real hard, like especially during these times. I know. It's like, what else are we doing? Like, like it's oh, not like there's. There's or another like, show you can start on your own. Or scroll while I watch it. Like, just sure. be here with me in this communal effort. I'll, some, I think I love, and maybe this kind of goes in with the theme. I'm like a big work with TV on in the background, work with a movie on. I oh, like, wow. I like media playing. Of course, music too, of course. I, I think we've talked about this in, in probably in terms of Mercury placements as well, but I like a media. I like a movie I've seen 900 times to be on. And I even like when like my boo is watching a show maybe I'm not into, but I'm like, oh, cool. You go dive in here. I'm going to like color or draw or like read while this is on. Like there's, it's almost like I love when he has sports on, especially like sports I don't give a shit about, which is only pretty much every sport besides like Dodgers baseball. And it's like, there's something very like ASMR soothing with like hearing this dialogue. But here's the funny part. Cannot do that with podcasts. There needs to be like a visual element to the audio medium. If it's just audio, I'll I'll go like I can't concentrate. I think I'm the inverse. Well, I definitely do not like to have the TV on. I never have. I have like it like bothers me to have it on. And especially mm. the news. And to an extent oh, well. of like 
I my will I've talked about this before I think at, at nauseum but like my college friends use Marco Polo app yeah. and they're like many video recordings that you send to each other and it's I will stop watching if someone else has the news on in the background while they're recording oh like, well I'm that's like, true or anything like I'm just like why are you there's so there's too much sound and especially like I know hotel rooms people love to have it on because it's like you know, it's not your electricity, you're, like, leaving it on, it feels comfortable or whatever, like, for me, I, I've, like, stayed, say, a hotel room next to my mom or something, I'll go into her room, and I'll, like, lose it, like, turn the TV off, why, why is this on, <laughs> what are you watching? You can't be watching this much Pitbulls and Pearly. I will listen to podcast while I clean or walk or something, but not while I'm, like, Podcasts are for cleaning. Yeah. That's how I'm convinced. I think it's cleaning fuel. I will clean things. If there's a podcast I really want to like deep dive into, I'll find stuff to clean. And I'm not a clean freak. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not a slob. I'm definitely not a clean freak. No, I, I agree. I love having the TV on though. I, and I know for me, it's a, I agree with the like it needs to be something that either I don't care about or that I've seen before and it's just kind of familiar because I can't be paying attention. I think there's something about like the channels of attention to Ooh, where yeah. like because but, but I also like the TV TV for falling asleep. I do um, for that kind of thing. I used I think to. I've fallen also, so hard off of that. No, it's good though. It, it's, I know. <laughs> I, it's like not, that's why I'm like I've I've let myself get back to it, and I'm trying to kind of like break myself of the habit again because I also fall asleep while I'm trying to watch regular TV because my body is so oh, all the time. All the, all this the is time. how I get left behind all the time. Exactly. Uh, Thank you. That's why I'm like pick a show I don't care about so that I can sleep. Exactly. I mean, I have so. I, this is like speaking my language, but also podcasts. I I can do while I'm cleaning, um, but I notice myself checking out if I'm doing something else besides like I like it while I'm driving because I still have to kind of stay pretty active mm. mentally. Transportation, commuting. 100 percent or just walking but even then i feel like that's kind of for me is like a love a walk moving but like a moving meditation sometimes Mm -hmm. and i also like being able to let my mind kind of like wander while walking too so it's not always the best sometimes it's good but i feel like it changes the the because i think because tv is sight and sound you only have your like one all of your channels are kind of blocked so you're just on like work mode but when you are moving and listening to something you still have other channels open so you're stopping like I don't know how to explain I don't know if I, I love this channel like, of attention is this like a did you make this up or is that a I, yeah I'm just no I'm just making okay. this up but I mean like you know how no, I believe like, walk- I would buy this book I'm like what are the what are the three channels well, of attention that we need to unlock for okay. our day-to-day lives well because like okay that's why you think of things in the shower because your physical channel is being active but so, mm-hmm. so these other things are open in a way because you're distracted I think most of the time we're like walking around pretty much trying to like not like open our channels if that makes sense no so when you're doing when you're doing something to distract yourself you are taking in that information and I find that I do the like motion-based ones to try to open up um so if I put a podcast in there 
I, what my body wants to do is be like thinking of ideas and coming up with things. But if you're listening to something, you're having to listen to that. So it's like, you're, then you're not even really listening because you're like, what I want to be doing is thinking, not having to retain this. So it's not the best environment, but there's something about if you want to like block something out to get work done, I think you have to have two, two channels blocked. Damn. This is like actually like a a working theory. And also now I need to go back to girlfriends falling asleep while watching television because I feel like this is like a big Twitter E like straight Uh heteronormative man joke that like girlfriends can't stay awake during like movies and television. Um, Where like do men sound off men. Do you not fall asleep? watching tv and movies they must i feel like in my house what happens is i i'm interested but i'm tired so that's why the tv's on to begin with and then the show always i i blame the show and i Mm -hmm. do blame the show because it always has a cliffhanger ending so i want to start the next one because i'm like in that zone, especially if it's kind of scary or something, I want to know what happened before I fall asleep. Mm. And then once I'm like, oh, this is resolved, my mind is at ease and I'm welcome to fall back asleep mid-episode. But mm. I've, I'm not going to fall asleep right at the end of a episode of Breaking Bad, say. No, I will. I'll fall asleep <laughs> no matter what. And that's why I'm like, I I do sometimes blame the show, but I also don't because I have I get mad when Steve will like sometimes put like a I don't want not a moral judgment, but it'll be like, oh, you don't care about this because you're falling asleep. And I'm like, no, oh, I yes, am falling yes. I fall asleep in everything. This is not I'm not I'm not in charge of this, but I also feel like I'm I run my body until it's like we're all the way out of gas. Like I don't like slowly fall asleep. I feel like I go from like I'm mm-hmm. awake and then I'm done. Kind of thing. Oh my god, the moral the moral argument. I've I've had this fight too many times of like, well, then why put it on? And it's like I'm fine with falling asleep during this. Also, just a heads yeah. like if I that's wanted- what it is. That's hetero male hetero. Yes, they're I, not like- okay with it. They're, they're like they're it, not okay with it. Yeah, they have, have to prove they can it. stay yeah. away from if they're tortured. And yeah. it's like, no, I'm fine falling asleep during this. Either move to I'll let you know, move to the next episode. Hello. Like for me, like I was really tuning into the crown to watch the Diana season. And I know I know the crown mm-hmm. is good, but I was like, throw this on. Like, I'm not here. He's like, but why do you want to watch him? Like, I like it in my sleep space. I like it in the background. And also if I really want to rewatch it. Or pick off where I fell asleep. I'll do that. I'll put it on during the day. I'll throw. I'm fine. Don't worry, honey. I'm watching the episode if I want to watch the episode. But I'm falling asleep if I want to fall asleep. Same. I also think that, and maybe this is a more intuitive. I'm not going to say feminine thing. I think men can be intuitive too, but just yeah. I'm not, sorry. And also, when I said men sound off if you fall asleep during watching television, <laughs> I, I am joking. I know. Of course. Oh, of course. I I mean that like. I think that for me, it's really easy to like, when I wake up, like right now we're watching Your Honor. That's one that I've been falling mm. asleep mid, what I also really like and want to keep up with. And I hope I don't get left behind on, but I'm having a feeling it's happening already. Oh, um, oh but, my God. Scandalous. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, like, uh, I think I'm really good at knowing, like, oh, yeah, I do remember this part, or, like, I know up to where I watched, Mm -hmm. which I think if you're intuitive and you kind of have a good memory, those things work out really well. But if you're one of those people that's, like, maybe you're half paying attention, you probably don't know where you left off. Mm -hmm. I mean, damn. Also, I will say, I think TV is, like, go for it. Movies, I think, I don't know. Oh, I sleep in it all. I sleep in them all. Yeah, I fall asleep in all of it. Um, but is it I a laying do... down issue? Because that well, is that's, one for me. For that's... if I'm laying down, it's it's over. Well, I almost always lay down because I have like muscle back neck things and I haven't figured out like I absolutely stay up longer when I sit up and it's but that's also something that I like truly refuse to do uh, (laughs) because because it's like not I don't know it's not as comfortable Um, but I think also like what you were saying Lisa of like yeah I'm putting on the tv too because I also want to like lay down I'm kind of tired and I want to be comfortable it just like they're just a match made in heaven of like laying down and being comfortable and watching TV. To me, that is like absolutely what it's for. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my, I, I've thought about this a lot, like not, not, not like recently a lot, but over the years, because my mom has always been like, I fall asleep in movies when um, people are really angry on screen She's oh, like, wow. I just like check out and I fall asleep. Holy and we shit. Were, and we were always like, I don't think that's what happens. I think that you just like work long hours and you're tired. And I, so I don't know if that is actually the correlation, but specifically I've, angry though. That's, yes. a, that's interesting. That's loaded. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Um, <laughs> when someone gets mad at me, I just pass out. I just like, go to sleep. <laughs> I think anger is just interesting as well. But that's but that's what I mean where it's like where she's just like, all right, like this isn't, you know, whatever. And it's not like fighting. It's not that kind of thing. It's like it's very specific for her of like I think like un um uncontrolled anger and so or like when it's not being communicated or whatever like mm. when there's just like a vibe where it's just like mm, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, she had a tough time getting through. Uh, God, what's the Adam Sandler one? Uncut Gems. There it is. Thanks. Oh my I God, she would. Oh my God, she would have <laughs> passed out like ten minutes in. I mean, and as did I. That's what I'm thinking about. Like I, a hundred percent fell asleep was, in Uncut Gems. I was going to ask, do we fall asleep in movie theaters? Sometimes, Back, rest in peace, movie theaters. Oh. We'll be back to you one day. I God to sleep in a movie theater right now would be an absolute dream come true. <laughs> it has happened. I it's not an often though. I no. we also Scott and I think of going to the movies as like a party. That's like mm, we like that. take an edible, maybe get go to McGuffin's, grab a coffee, sneak in some booze. Uh... Oh, we go to the AMC that has a bar. Come on, oh, I'm a po- I'm a pocket. I've, I've snuck before as well. Um, I'll bring the box wine. Well, usually I'm guessing I'm going to like a smaller theater. If it's a, if they're serving booze, I'll buy the booze. I'm not sure, of course, yeah. Not a, not that demented, but but falling asleep in movies like it's like I'm trying to think if there's any ones that like I definitely do. If this, I mean, if they're boring for sure, like I'm gonna zonk out. The one that I really remember was like falling asleep with my entire family to What Dreams May Come, that Robin Williams, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. suicide mm-hmm. sad, sad movie. This is a were- funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a family of four just like conked out, like so bored, like, and then just waking up to credits like, 
what dreams may come. Gotta get it. Well, gotta do it. What if that was actually the movie? It's like not a real movie. It's just for people to fall asleep and dream in the theater. Like, like, that was a moderately priced nap. <laughs> gotcha. Well, but movie theaters, again, it's like the uh, – it is hard. I don't think that – I think that we are correct for falling asleep a lot of the time because it's like, did you fall asleep in class at school? Oh, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like being asked, even though we don't consider it that because it's much more entertaining and uh, like we do it very much by choice most of the time. There still is – like a lot of uh kind of like not necessarily like physical exertion mental exertion that happens in deciding to focus on one thing again it's these sense channel things it's like Mm -hmm. you are giving your eyes and ears to this thing and this thing only you're not like doing something up but that's it's the easiest to do something else too because there's two like you don't have to if you lose one you still have the other you can pay attention to Mm -hmm. and you do go into like a meditative state to take I mean depending like if you're having it just working background then that's different but yeah like really giving attention yeah it takes takes a lot to pay attention that's why like I I fall asleep reading books too I mean not all kinds of stuff when it's like just I'm just realizing I say I fall asleep to literally everything we've talked about no books are basically (laughs) nap fuel I mean that's books are meant to that's why they're designed to fall on your chest just just ever so slightly. I I love the well, I don't really have an iPad anymore. I have like the second edition, so it really doesn't like even the charger adapters like don't exist anymore. But um I used to love reading on it at night because it saves your page. Mm-hmm. Oh. So when I'd when you'd fall asleep, like because if I'd fall asleep with a regular book, like you just drop it and oh, sorry, mm-hmm. here goes your page. Mm-hmm. And there, there she tumbles, mm-hmm. off and away. I mean, sleeping rocks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, not really related to anything of the topic today, but that's well, maybe, maybe there's some innovative, there's some innovation things that could come into play. Also, also, I mean, I guess if I'm going to go to a, do these things with a lot of people, I odds are I will less fall asleep. <laughs> I think but, the going to the movies part is really a lot of well, also is the media a little bit like consuming mm-hmm. stuff and being like being an what audience. We were talking about it in the beginning, like having everyone having seen the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for sure when we're at a theater, it's it's such a communal experience. It's so different than and and what is it again? Going back to cis het men that in their community needs to harass girlfriends for sleeping like when when did that law come well i think the worst one is (laughs) the you have to watch this oh yeah smith the godfather there's so many like (laughs) the the holy grail right there like it's just like i can't i'm not going to and like i'm not gonna enjoy this Mm -hmm. no the you must watch that well that's i think that maybe applies to to many groups of friends or people like overhyping something or like forcing media upon anyone is usually not going to get who I I don't think I've ever had where I'm like, listen to this thing. You're going to love it. Like usually they'll just ignore it. I don't know. I guess maybe sometimes people. I have a very recommendation. 
a light recommendation, yeah, like a very <laughs> soft, soft suggest. Like, hey, I just I'm I am aware of your taste. Here's this thing. This might be why you like it, but not like report back to me. Sure. And, and, and a, once or twice is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just saying no follow-up necessary. Um, mm-hmm. like, yeah. The, how did you, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm actually really bad about this, mainly about my cooking and food of like, what is the report back on what you've just consumed? And I then, do that too. Yeah. I'll also like, maybe that's just like, I want to be gassed up for how good I cooked. And then when I get it. I like it's like no sing my praise do this thing but movies music books etc any like taste related things or clothing I don't know that's where it's like give me the soft suggestion but don't look for the review because I might not use it and also just stop just don't well I think it's I don't know I was gonna say I think (laughs) there is something about the like I'm making connections that are probably forced and not there, but this idea <laughs> of like the like I wa I finished the episode. It's the doing of it instead of the like, well, am I actually retaining this? Am I paying attention? Am I enjoying it? Mm. Uh, and it's like, did you complete it? Did you see it? Did you do these things instead of like, who cares if you saw it? It's like, did you? Did you, uh, what's the word? I know you're saying like like, absorb it. Did you absorb it? And it's like listening versus hearing or those kind like comprehension versus just doing the thing. And it's like, yeah, I could just sit and watch a thing. But if I'm not like in the headspace to really take it in. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's something to that about like, oh, you fell asleep. I think there's probably just like physical weakness involved in that too. That seems like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, not, not, not that that's what I actually believe, but that that no. would be like the connotations. Cause it's like, oh, you're first to fall asleep and show that you're human and, and do this, th- like you let this, this uh, piece of media get the best of you like an idiot. Ooh. Or even maybe this weird. And again, um, playing, um, human human scientist i'm what's like philanthropist not philanthropist like what is like when you, anthropologist that is exactly what i'm looking for of falling asleep in front of like a male figure as like a sign of weakness like i could i could murder you yeah i'm like thinking like real deep scientific like physiological because they're i've noticed this trend i've dated many dumb men and they've all said these things <laughs> like every time i've yeah. fallen asleep during a movie and i've always i've never understood why what what was the big deal bitch is sleepy yeah. well because it's like let just me miss leave. out just let, let them out. sleep that's the thing where it's like just let leave. Me sleep just let me sleep tell me about it in the morning we'll now do you are you here's my last question about everyone's sleeping patterns during media will you wake up when it finishes do you have like a oh the thing's finished i've now awake i've now awoke or do you need to be woke to move to a sleeping quarter uh depends <laughs> okay. i'm definitely sleeping above. through the morning on the couch if i'm falling asleep like that whoa okay i mean i'll wake up a few times probably mm-hmm. like during the night but not get up like i'll mm-hmm. wake up turn around or something and like if i do sleep poorly i will get up and go into the bed like if i have nightmares or if i have to go to the bathroom or something that like gets me up up i'll go in the bed but mm-hmm. i'm like I've usually taken like a some kind of like kava or edible or something anyway so it's like I'm I'm out 
Yeah. If I'm zonking on a couch, it's usually a weed related incident yeah. as, as well. But I have credit detector. Once the credits hit, I'm like, and I like slump my ass into bed. That's so interesting. I usually get up. I don't, I don't typically sleep on the couch. Sometimes I do, but most of the time I get up. Um, I used to, I used to sleep on the couch a lot more. I used to sleep on the couch pretty much every day of high school. I, I love, love sleeping on the couch. I love sleeping on the couch too, but I just know it's really bad for my body. Yeah, it's like, definitely bad for your body. And I can't, that's more where I'm like, I would absolutely be like, leave me here. I'm fine. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I like, and it's I like one it of, here. <laughs> one of the hardest, truly, like, I feel like a little kid, like, uh, how you felt when you were a kid, like, being tired was like, truly in a skit. Like, you couldn't. You're you're just like ah oh, like the hardest thing you've had to overcome ever. Um, mm. it, like where I'm like I gotta get up and it takes me so much strength <laughs> to like drag my ass I know to bed, that but I, I do it. And I think part of it is being intellectual. In some ways, like I know that for sure. If I if I have to walk the dog, I will stay up. Like if I have to go get up or walk around or be out. Like when I sit back down, I won't be tired again. I don't just pass back out like that. Yeah. And I know that. So when my eyes are getting droopy, it's like, but you didn't brush your teeth. But like, if you do go do it, you won't sleep. So you might as well just like let your teeth rot into your gums while you sleep. I mean, that's what I do every night, regardless if I'm falling asleep on the couch or um, <laughs> falling asleep in my bed. I'm a nasty bitch. I'm sorry, everybody. It's I actually just got in a really good habit of of brushing my teeth more often before bed because I use, I mean obviously brush my teeth guys but I usually don't really do Same. it before bed. I have to clarify <laughs> so if I do brush my teeth in the morning uh but I'm a yeah, fall asleep with makeup on I'm a fall asleep with makeup on fall asleep before brushing teeth but because, because I think I'm the worst because I ooh. always wash my face but I don't brush my teeth so that is wow <laughs> so you're I mean, there i do, I do you're there in the morning but i've been so bad with eating late at night that i'm like i'm not gonna whatever i'm tr i'm trying to just force myself to do it regardless and then even if i do like just get a second brush in there but i i do think it's worse <laughs> that i'm at the sink washing you're my at face the and i do choose to not care about my teeth that's what <laughs> wow yeah no that's see because i can't get there Period, like period. That's why, like, I've invested in a lot of wipes. Um, I got reusable ones for all your environmental people. Ones that you wash in like a little sack. I'm trying to do. That's my 2021 goal is to get all the things that could be disposable and get the like sink washable versions of them. I have that too. I and also I did buy a $200 face washing thing that really does help me wash my face um, because it it is it a facial steamer. It's not a steamer. I don't think that works well with my skin. And I think that is a very specific thing that I, like, I don't know. I feel, I'm Middle Eastern. I feel like I'm a little oilier. I feel like a lot of um, humidity might not be great with that. Mm. Um, but possibly that's not the case. Or I just, I feel like I don't know how often to use it. Anyway, <laughs> the thing that I have is like, um, I don't know, like a pulsating brush thing. And it's, it kind of shows you like what was on your face, which oh. helps me be like, oh yeah, I do need this even if I didn't wear makeup or like, I, you know what I mean? Those kind of reminders. But Keon from a past guest on this podcast at Millennials yes. on Instagram, I think it was them. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Posted something about the herb time 
and how it really helps with nightmares. Oh. Yeah, I have nightmares all the time. And they mentioned that it has one of uh, one of the ingredients in a lot of like Listerine is that. And I always have a fuck ton of Listerine. So mm-hmm. I that made me start brushing my teeth at night. Because I'm like, oh, well, this is going to get rid of my nightmares. And it's like, who knows if it's that or if it's me saying like, look at me. I don't care. I'm not going to have nightmares tonight. That makes it work. Whoa. I love that. Well, I mean, pl- hey, if placebo works. Right. Yeah, placebo works. Placebo works. There is no question of whether or not it works. So it also doesn't <laughs> matter. It's the judgment on whether or not it actually work like that's a made-up construct that we have because the fact is if it helps it helps doesn't matter why Mm -hmm. so true so true what were we talking about mouthwash (laughs) mouthwash i'll use i will when mouthwash is around in the house i will sometimes do that as a toothbrushing alternative at night um i just you know nighttime is when i like it's the end of the day I've, i've worked hard i'm gonna get pretty stony drink my little whiny and I'm going to fall asleep during a movie or television and not brush my teeth. Look, I do think that there is a spiritual, um, <laughs> like, at least for me, what I'm thinking of, of like, I do think there are more uh, metaphysical reasons for why I don't brush my teeth also. Like, <laughs> because there is something more. I'm so vain about my skin, but not about my teeth. And there's something there for sure. Um, and so I do want to, like, brush my teeth more, but also... You know, I don't know. It's I'm sorry if there's any dentist signers. I'm sorry. worried about the teeth. I like I like working on them. I forget. <laughs> I get tired for sure, but I do like it. I also um I don't know. I haven't had a ton of like oh god, knock on wood, dental stuff ever really. I've had a few cavities, but nothing just like uh the the stuff they put on top, like not even like mm-hmm. the filling filling. Mm, I'm, um, I'm the same same I'm the same as like a knock wood where I didn't go to the dentist for like nine years I'm a once a day toothbrusher and everyone who is thinks that's disgusting in my life was like you're gonna be ridden with cavities you're gonna be a nightmare and I had one which is pretty modest like that's yeah. like I feel like even when you do all the things you get uh you just have good bone health you know Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I mean where I'm like I know it is something that you do have to like be aware of and there's something there's something the spiritual part of it to me is that it is like I don't know your bones and there's something like surface level about your skin versus your teeth with did y'all like, have braces in your mouth I had braces yeah you did too mm-hmm. retainers both of you <laughs> yeah and wear mine so you can tell because my teeth are spreading I had a great. permanent I had a permanent one on the bottom, but I recently got it taken out because it was causing me some jaw neck. Do they do? Things. Do they do those anymore? I feel like those are a very throwback. The permanent retainer. I don't know. I don't know. And then not the top. The top one I haven't worn a retainer in ages. Mm. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do think that I know teeth and dreams often represent you know the way you're perceived, which is very tenth house, and you know that you can scroll back a few episodes to find that one. And also, uh, you know, money, it's like a money thing, because that's, that's also how you're perceived in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think if you've had tooth trauma, you definitely worry about it more. Like, I, everyone I know that's had serious, I'm thinking of like a few people that have had like, either chipped a tooth like doing something or they've had like a bad like root canal or something they're like yeah I'm obsessed with my teeth well the sad thing is 
I and I might just be reaching. I feel like we're all gonna have a sad tooth moment at oh, some yeah. point in our lives, oh, and yeah. it's just a matter of time before it comes for you. So while you have the the not pain of teeth trauma, just like uh, <laughs> you know, enjoy your life. But it's gonna come for us all. Like we're not spared of teeth drama and trauma and it's expensive as fuck and oh, it is at least yeah, in this country true. and painful it's like the worst yeah. kind of pain it's oh, awful. i don't want to even did think ever, about it because it's not coming towards me did you ever have yeah. a dead did you ever when i was a kid do you ever have pictures you of yourself dead. with the dead tooth i had a dead tooth uh was it gray mm, it was gross when you hit when you like fall and knock it out but it's like baby stuff that's why i was like i yeah. i i do think you're right lisa that it's like it's until you have teeth stuff because i am like that about most things but i just you know health stuff well that's the same with me with my 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 fucked up nail right now you know i'm gonna be the new person i actually scared a nurse when i showed her my my nail and she said that was from a press-on ripping off and i was like yes she's like i was just gonna buy some this weekend and now i'm not and i was like look i think this is a very rare accident that did occur but it can happen so you do need to be aware that if you glue shit onto your fucking nails and it rips it's gonna rip your nail and it could possibly not grow back ever again so (laughs) everything is dangerous and everything can fuck you up and yeah i mean i guess that's you know to lean into theme the socialness of like yeah when you find a a tooth trauma person they like that is their new kind of cause and they will inform like a good friend of the pod kate had teeth trauma this summer i'm you know, now anytime she's like, if your tooth starts hurting, go to the d- dentist immediately. Do not ignore it. Do not pass go. Don't like cough up the bucks. And it's like, yes, sometimes you just have to like live through it. And it's that, you know, to go into the future of the 11th house. And it gives that knowledge to their, the groups of friends, right? Of like, this can happen. So be aware. So that's me with press on nails and nail glue. I'm that person for you all. Be careful. Do not use your nail as a tool, says the internet. But I guess, don't we all? It's true. Constantly. Yeah. I mean, how do you not, how, what am I, how do I get to the finger part? I'm using the nail when I'm yeah. opening shit. So don't, if you can help it, don't, or use a tool. We should be using more like pens and things to like open tabs. And- yeah. Because we evolved to use them and then we're so far, we've, we've evolved so far that we are dumb again and yeah. we have to, we try not to use the tools. Ugh. Yeah. We need to use the tool, like use a tool for everything. Damn. That was profound. Fuck, don't keep your shit safe. <laughs> Use a tool. It's true though. It is because it is. I was just thinking. Same was with like, straws. Oh, Same with straws because of the teeth. You can avoid all that plaque and stains. I use a straws for everything. I like that. That's a good idea. Use your well, tools, kids. Use that's your tools. tools. <laughs> use your tools. That we, we're not a, that's so 11th house actually thinking of. We're not. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. thinking of technology stuff, you know. Yeah, that was technology. It's still technology. It still you know? is. That's Your nail is not like, a tool. We're <laughs> not. It's that. So much of that is like knowing your boundaries and protecting things, and knowing like mm-hmm. what things are for what things. Okay. Um, yeah, we've we've made we did it. We did, we've made it there. We did it. Let's We're get into it. it. Channels of attention. I had to do it again. Um, today we are, we didn't forget. Um, we are back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did not forget. Yeah. I can't believe people thought we forgot. That's like, 
kind of insulting no. but also hilarious no i think no. it's awesome i think yeah. it's really funny and i also think it's hilarious how long we wait in between because the well, first we one did all come out yeah but yeah we had more scheduling time available and these are longer because we really care about them Yes, there's some there's episodes where we just know about. it's going to be a lot to dig into. And yeah, then we had great guests. So we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, the 12th house will also be coming soon. Yeah, March 2022. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get there. When we're ready yeah. for it. When we're ready for it. But, I but do we're back. Like, I do feel like these always come, you know, kind of when they're supposed to come too. And that's something as my, I'm very much like I like to do them in sequential order to like kind of put a pin in it so you can move your brain but i've i really have uh allowed these ones to come when they're when they're coming and i feel like we always end up talking about or just comes naturally in whatever cycles we're we're going through on our own it's like oh well i probably wouldn't have had the same insights about this house if we hadn't done it at this time so interesting to think too it seems like when we got to the the outer um more public houses the more social like those more like out in the world houses we did kind of like slow and not like on a purposeful note but maybe that just speaks to like uh it was easy to almost like chug through the personal stuff and it was like okay give me let me get done with like you know my house and my health and you know the things that make me horny and like let's cram through and then it's like dealing a lot more with like the other um i'm making a loose theory rooted in nothing but just just noted like once we got more out in the public houses um we we came to them as they came to us i think that it's tough because this is a bit of a performance in itself i mean we we Mm. know that it's being released and it is public in that way so it's kind of hard to analyze yourself while you're doing the thing. It's mm-hmm. much easier for me to talk about my relationship with you guys than it is for me to talk about it with my partner or like, you know, I can I can definitely have conversations about like w- what I wh- what I eat like or what I what I exercise like or what I mm-hmm. my preferences on those kind of things. But it's much more difficult when you're like out to eat to really get into those oh by the way I'm really you know just right now really interested in avocado and like everyone's like all right shut up and order you know so I think there's like the the kind of dichotomy of having to do the two things at once and analyze it while you're doing it Mm -hmm, well today we are talking about the 11th house it's the next in sequential order um and uh we're happy to be here this is a succeedant house um associated kind of with fixed energy you know we're trying to get away of the 12 letter alphabet and making too close of a parallel between house and sign but most of what you're going to read is going to say that the 11th house is associated with aquarius um and uranus fine in being uh in its domicile here in the 11th uh also if you are into planetary joys this is where jupiter finds its joy um the 11th house is also known as the house of good spirit which is in opposition to the house of good fortune which is the fifth house Mm -hmm. and i like that at first i was like i don't i don't know but i like this idea of it being spirit because there's something for fortune to me is like uh, you know because the fifth house is so much about like gambling or games or something there's something that Mm -hmm. like you do that 
um, is lucky or like in ends up being like you picked the right color you picked like you picked you bet on black and that's where it landed there's like some chance but you you made a decision and your action uh yielded these results versus house of spirit to me is like that's when this other thing kind of other people get involved other things like these are these are gifts given to you from someone else this isn't necessarily not to say that you don't deserve them or that you don't do things to them but it's like you know this is also you know this is friends groups alliances and also hopes and dreams and wishes and um lisa and i were talking a little bit before uh how i feel like hopes and wishes and dreams kind of get we don't hear about that association a lot when we're reading about the 11th house online i think friend yeah groups organizations really take center stage and i like thinking about this as like good spirit because i think that that is what friendship is is kind of uniting around a like a shared spirit or something Mm -hmm. and then also this is how something outside of ourselves can also give give gifts because i think again like thinking of fortune that's something that to me sounds very like I'm getting a fortune, like my fortune, my this versus spirit. That's not anybody's. That's everybody's. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, a lot of it will say like house of friendships, community, activism and humanitarianism also gets um, in this one goals, plans, the future technology, which we hinted at and talked about um, in groups. And I liked, I, I don't know. I think this was just from like absorbed knowledge of just thinking of the 11th house for some time now uh, of how you also stand out in the crowd and ways you might contribute to groups in society, not just like blending into them, but like what your role is in them. And it's interesting now thinking of it from the 10th to the 11th, right? Like the 10th is really like who I am, where I shine, what I do. And then the 11th is like where we like join in, like with other people, like when we have those skills, like then how do we play with others and how do we, um, use others to help us and then vice, you know, depending, I think on your, who you are, then help others. Um, Also, there was a quote from liveabout.com. They had like a little summary of the 11th house. And I I liked it was the 11th house is where your mindset and goals merge with that of others. Your personal goals are hitched to the power of a group and you rise and fall together. And I was like, oh, like, I, I, I like that there's like a lot of connection. Like you really can't not have other people here. And though, you might have goals and plans in the future. Um, you know, plans are can sometimes be very contingent on other people and like what the, who's in your way or who's not in your way or whatever. Even with technology, it's not just like having technology all for yourself. Usually that's going to be shared with other people. Um, so I don't know. The 11th house has like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting, the um, hopes and wishes, uh, obviously from the idiot's guide to <laughs> – complete idiot's guide if you will um because you know if you're into this you're a complete moron uh i uh i just i think it's interesting thinking of that hopes and wishes stuff with friendship because i know there is an old saying or i don't know if it's old or what kind of saying it is but some people say like oh you're you're like a average of your five best friends or you're like a combination of your the five mm-hmm. people you're around the most. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really interesting study. I mean, especially now when we're, I'm not around the five people. Um, but like, 
Yeah, like, and and I know, Stevie, you've talked about, you know, aspiring to homeown and having your friends say, like, oh, you should hang around other people that own houses, you know, like, bringing up that wish thing. Advice from an Aquarius, which I know we're not 12-letter alphabeting. I do, to some degree, so, like, it's hard not to, and I kind of like it, but that was advice from in front of the pod, Jane, when I was exactly what Lisa's referencing, when I was like, I want to buy a home. She's like, hang out with people that own houses. Yeah. It's because they can also help you achieve your hopes and wishes. And, and I think that it's, it is an interesting thing. I like the idea of spirit. I hadn't really thought about it before, especially as a bartender, you know, I, I take that word in a different uh, linguistically difference. But it is something that I, I definitely like drinking with friends. I don't like drinking with family. Like my my uh, my boyfriend has come on trips with us and, you know, everyone will be like, oh, do you want to drink? And I, I usually wait until later than everyone to start. I don't like I don't like showing weakness in front of them. I don't like being drunk I, in front of them. I mean, but with friends, yeah. I'm like, let's go party, get in the spirit, let's share. Let's I, I want to drink out of your cup. And you know what I mean? Like it's like I very that, I think that it is better to drink with friends and i think that most people don't i think most people are um i think people usually hopefully start drinking with family when they are like older and trying to develop more friend that is exactly that's exactly what it is yeah for me i think i think spirit is exactly the word that you use there not to say that it's not that but it is also because you are trying to find shared things with people a shared connection that goes beyond this and I think that like when you are in a family you have a lot more inherently shared with them not on a you know interest level but I think it's like how you create camaraderie and that's like a weird thing to try to bring into family because there's like all of the the structures and stuff but that uh I love that of like well like, uh, sharing the sharing I was of like like the friend or like social houses too, because now we've been through um, them all. And whenever like, you know, I'm talking to someone about astrology, uh, I think of like, like the third house, right? That gets some friends vibes. But I always think of those as people who like are almost family, right? Because it's almost in the fourth house and they maybe like know your middle name or you've known them for a really long time or they're literally your sibling or your cousins or like very much more family rooted. And then the seventh house is obviously a little more, can be more, more romantic or more business oriented and more, more one-on-one. And then this just feels like how you start making friends. And then they maybe might grow into more seventh house or third house people, or they might just stay right in their 11th house lane. But I think of that as very much like your astrology friends and your dance friends and your bar friends and your comedy friends are like, it's just, it feels like the organic way you start to meet people. Cause there's like no stakes in a way like friends I don't know I don't I don't think of like friendship making I'm also 11th house stellium so like you know I think about this shit a lot like I think of making friends is like if it clicks it clicks but there's usually not like an end game like of dating where you're trying to like I'm trying to like know if I vibe with you so we can date and keep it going friends is like dude if we click we click and if we don't okay that's fine you know like that's okay I wonder if, okay, now that we've gone through, and maybe I should have saved this from 12th, but it just came up and I probably won't remember it in <laughs> six years when we record the 12th house episode. Um, the missing episode. Like, <laughs> do you guys feel like, I know that we all kind of are in understanding that, you know, people can move from this house to this house or whatever. Now that we're kind of coming towards the end, do you feel like, you know, if a friend becomes 
a boss or something do you feel like it goes all the way around the circle to where to the thing like does it go in order so say okay a, a boss I don't know exactly where to put so let's say a friend becomes a partner do you think it goes from 11 12th first second third fourth fifth sixth and then you guys create your bond or do you uh, think it can just jump I think no, it I just think it jump I think it goes through but and when I you think- said boss I thought 10th house immediately I, I was but I didn't know yeah. if that was because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of just because that's not like usually usually not like a friend per se, but I guess when the, I think no, your friendship would, would stay in the eleventh, but their bosshood would be in the tenth. I like to think that it goes through. Like I like to think that if it if it's a friend and like you know, then you create this limitless bond, and then you learn mm-hmm. about yourself, and then you you know, I feel like it could go through all and of you them. get each other very very quickly. Not like you know, I don't think it t- can take forever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can jump three and four when you're like, well, we're always around each other and you feel like family and we just had sex and like, <laughs> I'm going to sixth house and you helped me when I got sick and now we're in a relationship or something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it probably could go all, all of the above. I was thinking more of it bouncing around because I think it like um, when you – you know, speaking of like the relational houses, which would be three, seven, and eleven, that's where you see trines too. Like, mm-hmm. there, so I think it's like you would bounce from casual acquaintance in the eleventh to like family or like to partner and then to family, kind of like that's where it would go. But then because you're there, you're gonna get aspected by different things. So now, before where you were like in a, a a sextile relationship up here in the 11th once you move to seventh now you're at a oppositional thing so it's like not necessarily all through them but it's like now when you were up here this dynamic was okay because now you were sextiling my ascendant or whatever but now that you move here we have we're facing the archery other in a different way and now i'm seeing you through these other lenses differently mm-hmm. yeah I, I think maybe since like well I'm I'm not a interestingly enough I'm not like a person that will typically date oh that's not fucking true the longest relationship I had was with a friend for a long time so actually shut the fuck up me (laughs) 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 I was was no well maybe it's because I usually cut my hook up separate I have dated friends anyways but usually when they get to that third house I see fourth house cusp space that's usually where that's like the mark of death you're either making it with me or that's what I think I don't I like to think it does I don't think it has to obviously I mean no this is a fun brain really quickly but the fun brain thought (laughs) I'd love to think about relationships growing and changing in that way because I studied relationships for a long time in in college and like you know they have there are certain things that I've always remembered in my relationships and been really aware of the four horsemen of the apocalypse the communication thing and like those those kind of things where you know if somebody stops responding if like they call it stonewalling if Uh, that starts happening like your relationship is over unless you mend that it's just never going to improve so like certain things like that I do think they can go in order and in cycles and like yeah also as an 11th house person stonewalling or as I like to call it neglect is like the number one way you can traumatize me so if anyone wants to try it out that's how you can hurt (laughs) me of just like totally ignoring like I mean also like reading 11th house things first coming in astrology reading that this is like 
typically a very social, like if you have placements here, that's like a very social place, right? This is friendships that are very out in the world. Um, you know, if you're introverted and you have 11th house placements, we'll talk about it when we go through the planets, but that might be an invite to call in your community maybe a little bit more. So I don't think it has to be as, as literal as like, I have so many friends and I'm out and about, but I've really thought a lot about of like childhood, teenage trauma, drama stuff. Of like, It was hard for me to go do anything by myself for, I mean, it's still, it's like, I'm still, the pandemic has been like a real learning time of enjoying the things I like just because I really want to see a movie and like, I need three friends to come with me or else it's not a thing. Like I've, I've learned, I've trained, I've been training myself to enjoy the company of just myself a lot more. And I, now looking back, it's like, damn, I was just like such an 11th house kid. Like I just always, like always had friends around. Like I didn't want to be alone. And it's probably because they're making up for some family stuff too. Like they were my little family in some way. So I think there's some bleed over in those social people houses. I think I'm the same way, and I I, I blame my twelfth house stuff too of of because I feel very codependent and very tied with people. Well, and technically in whole sign house, I do, I'm not an eleven like I'm sharing these with my Taurus Gemini placements. Uh, I've looked at both. I'm sure I'll talk about it in the twelfth house too. But um, but I, I I don't know. There's some things I connect. I relate more with them being in the eleventh that I don't with the twelfth. But either yeah. way, but yeah, I think I that those. Works. Well I think played. they bleed so much into each other that you can kind of, you know, find find those themes. Uh, not and that you need I, to make astrology bend to your will and make it apply for you, but we can. We can. <laughs> I think too, with having those codependent tendencies and and you know having the ability to make friends and be friendly and having you know having people to go to the movies with, having three people to call on that day. Oh yeah, I and know. then I'm, and, I'm and it, <laughs> it's cool, but it's also something where it's when you have analyzed a little bit more of yourself, like like you've done during the pandemic, and like when I was with my ex, like he wouldn't do anything with me, and I was new in town, I didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. and I would do all this stuff by myself, and my mom would always like say. I don't know how you feel so comfortable to like, go do this stuff by yourself. You never were like that as a kid. And then, well, like when you're put in that situation, you will. And I think it brings so much more value to when you get to be back in those situations. Like, so upcoming for you, you know, like when we are able to have friends again, like, well, it's not friends, but like when we're <laughs> able to have like group hangs again, I think you'll just fall right into that pattern like so naturally and have all those things clicking and it'll be, it'll be a really we're we're looking forward to it. Well, and just realizing what things I like to do alone. Like totally. I don't like shopping with friends. Like get the fuck away from me. I don't like I do like going to the park if I'm going to read or like I like I'm now realizing what things I want to be social at and what things I actually want to go do but like be alone at and even like uh and I don't know how other like 11th house sons like me relate but I've always felt like that person that has like a ton of friends, but no best friend. And like a person that like my therapist was like, you mentioned these, this person and that person and your podcast mates and this person and this, and you don't ever call anyone your best friend. And I'm like, oh, like, what do you, it's just cause I don't know if they would label me that back. I just like, I feel like I'm fake. I feel like I'm like, just, am I just, and I've had people like, you're so friendly. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not. I, also, I saw some 11th house things being in the house of self-awareness. And I think I'm sometimes self-aware to a like detriment to like where I I do you're criticizing yeah I'm like criticizing myself and I edit myself to hopefully be a nice respectful person um but then also I can 
I'm also working through therapy to say what things I don't like, to disagree with people, to hate things, to say I hate things, to allow the H word. Um, Cause I don't allow that. I like keep it good spirit. I try to keep it very optimistic. And sometimes that's like, I'll be like, I'm fake, you know? Like, so I don't know. I think that's an untalked about 11th house thing that I'm here to shed light on. I can see that for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think anytime that we look at ourselves, well, you know, intellectually speaking, 11th house speaking, like, mm-hmm. of course we, of course we're going to be editing. And I, I think it's totally natural. And I'm sorry that you feel that. You I mean, criticize I yourself because I don't know when I don't think you're fake or, you know, I don't. This is the internal, this is just the internal dialogue. You know, this is this, this is my, this is what I think. And we've talked about like negative self-talk. I think on our Patreon recently of just like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just like that, like that 11th house. And I've read a lot of, th- of their placements that weren't mine for 11th house. And I think there was that agreed upon has a lot of friends, but feels like they will just die alone. <laughs> like, like no one, like who would really show up for them. And I, I don't know. I think that that's a, a, a cross to bear to break through for 11th house people. Um, but also like, I don't know. And that's it. Then there, I feel like that weird coddling thing, like you do have friends. Don't worry. You'll be good. No, but I think there's, so I think that there's a different, I think that totally all makes sense. And um, I have some quotes I highlighted from horoscope symbols by Robert hand. And I think going a little bit further back to when you're we were saying like oh when you read this it's like oh if you're social but you feel introverted um like and but I have this 11th house stellium and I think that a better way like it's not social necessarily in like an outgoing way but I think what you're saying about this self-awareness thing is that it's like social in the sense that you are aware of yourself and your behavior within the context of a group and yeah and people that are aware of that tend to be uh can be friendlier can be aware of what else is going on not just not saying that if you are you know in your own head you're not there but you're aware that there are other people there so you are in you are Mm -hmm. more likely to be affected by that which can meet can mean being introverted because it's like oh there's a ton of people here that's a lot of stimulation to take in or whatever it doesn't necessarily that doesn't make you any less aware of group dynamics or socially minded it just means maybe you you might not flourish in them the same way i think that's taking out the 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 connotation that it means that you are inherently good at social situations maybe take some mm-hmm. pressure off but mm-hmm. i really like this quote of um like the fifth house, the eleventh house is highly is a highly self-expressive house, but the expression is socialized. That is, it occurs in a social context, and the self-expression is modified by the demands of relating to others. The eleventh house does not usually demand that one repress one's identity; rather, the identity is integrated with and often expressed as part of a group identity. So it is mm. also this thing of like it's not that you know you're aware that this is for a group like be, yeah you know you aren't it's not a one-on-one thing these are the kinds of conversations that need to be palatable for a big group of people and that like you're saying of like feeling like you're kind of a loner uh like that can also be isolating because you aren't maybe expressing the most intimate parts of yourself there but also like that's a talent in and of itself to be aware of how to kind of like be juggling a bunch of people at the same time in a social context Mm -hmm. I'm also like very aware if someone in like 
is not comfortable or like if someone needs a drink or like if I, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm a room temp checker, you know, like how is everyone? Are we all at least at good? Mm-hmm. And then we can move forward. So I, I wish, you know, I guess self astrology, self-diagnosis for me to be a little more selfish, you know, to be a little less group focused, but also like, obviously I love working in groups. I work in groups all the time. I feel, I feed energy off of groups. Well, and, if and you're I good a- at those things, like, yeah. you know, you have, we'll get to it with the, the individual placements, but if you are like, you have sun in the 11th. Like you are good at making a big group of people feel good and not everybody is good at that. And it doesn't mean that you aren't being recognized or, or celebrated or those things. It just, you know, I think it also is that thing. I feel like we talked about this in a reading recently where it's like, if you're not in a group, those things don't get to come out. So then it can feel Mm. like you are, you aren't yourself that nobody sees you, but it's because like, you gotta be at a party. That's when like that all comes out. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I think too, I'm like a big, uh, I've had like in, in readings or like in talking about the podcast one. And I feel like this is just very 11th house oriented when people are like, I've had this friend for so long and but they like annoy me now. What do you think? I'm like, longevity to me is nothing. Like it's like to me, it's so much of like the quality of the now. And um, you know, I think long. I don't think it's like absolutely nothing. But I don't think it should be the only thing uh, that solidifies a friendship or solidifies a mm-hmm. connection or a relationship. And I've always been a friend group changer. Uh, I like I'm a I can more like mold to a lot of different groups. Uh, which like again the the whole you know jack of all trades master of none i think feeling can come to the 11th house space uh, but whatever <laughs> work we're working with it it's these are like I, I i try to maybe it's the good spirits i feel like these are good problems to have a lot of the time where it's like okay just i can be more vulnerable with people or even express that maybe like it's hard for me to declare a best friend because I I don't know what like the rules and rankings are of that. And there is none. So that's, that's where I, but here's a prompt. All right. Do you think your 11th house cusp ruler represents how you view friendships or your position, your typical, you know, it's going to be different from ground groups, friends, but your typical position in a friend group, do you think you are, the you know for me Taurus like the Taurus of your friend group or to do things of that signs or the planetary rulers nature I do I was trying to think about this a lot um kind of before we recorded um mine's Pisces so I think and obviously I already brought mm. up there like I like drinking and you know partying <laughs> and stuff so I think for sure there's that like I love and I love to be the you know provider bartender. also you have your north node in the 11th yeah. right okay yeah and and I think that for sure that's fine I don't know if people view me that I guess people probably are like that psycho astrology girl so maybe they <laughs> do kind of see me that way that I don't really recognize um but I I don't know if I don't know if I treat my friends that way I guess mm. I would do anything you know I like if somebody needed me and needed help I would you mm-hmm. know go to the depths of Hades Pisces damn I think of you as a Pisces I can see yeah. the Pisces is checking uh and maybe it's just because I know your mom's a Pisces but I yeah. not that to cancer moon you at all of like no, I feel I like, love it I feel like you're my mom 
in a good way. Uh, like I hope I'm my mom, you know? That's what I really want to be like. Well, uh-huh. I think that you're definitely a Pisces friend, too, because I think that you are equal parts, like, really generous and caring and like a da- like a, a very practical real friend and also someone that you can drink and take drugs with and have fun with it's like not oh, yeah, you, you, I, you can go I don't, high and low yeah. in the best ways. like yeah. you'll go in the depths but then also if it's fuck it it's fun time it's fuck it it's fun time and I could see how you aren't nece- you might not be that to like every friend but you also can be both of those things to people too. oh yeah and I, mm-hmm. I do let's just say this is your like group. general friend group like yeah, yeah. Oh, to mind group. Your seven friends or whatever it's it's about us three and then i have maybe a five or six more mm-hmm. okay okay i i definitely feel like my 11th house cusp ruler um fits and i was reading in this book i'll refer to it and that's so why i was like oh i the 11th house was hard for me and i think it's because i don't i have lilith there oh uh, okay randomly and i think that's actually do what's I the even? no i don't i have part of fortune that's what i have oh I but it but it feels very it feels slightly inaccessible to me. I have Leo as my cusp ruler. Oh, um, I love that. Card fortune so have, Leo in the 11th. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Again, it's like that opposite thing where I'm like, I have Aquarius in the fifth, which is, it's like that dyslexic kind of like, I do feel very group um, sensitive to all of those things in a personal way. But I also, in th- in kind of thinking about this, I don't think about it that much with like friendship, but I think that I definitely like... Um, I do feel in charge in mm. in like a friend situation and um, whether I actually am or not that's I was going into that of like well I don't know if anybody else f- sees me that way but I definitely always see myself as like the the leader of the friendship or the one that is responsible for all of the things and I think that that's my- maybe why for me 11th house stuff feels kind of um tough because it feels very like solitary almost or whatever where it's like there there's something about it that doesn't feel like I don't I I wrote my own prompt for us to kind of based because I like kind of answered this question where I'm like it to me I'm very aware of what a group needs but it doesn't I don't necessarily feel at home in a group and Mm. and kind of what you were saying of the like surfacey thing too but I think also there's something to me about like the kind of like connections that you make in an 11th house situation where it's like oh we we're friends because we like this thing and and for me I don't know if that's like <sighs> you're a third house person though yes no exactly. you have a lot of third- not to like say that you can't have uh, both. No, but that's like, what I was like, but because like there is something that where it's like I don't know if that's like enough of a connection or like I don't know if I, I don't know how to like trust that connection or something like I'm like I have follow up questions so it like also I think I also have some snobbery that's what I was trying to get to Ooh. snobbery about groups too yeah. because it's that's what I mean where I'm like it's also like yeah we all like astrology but you don't like it like I like astrology or whatever <laughs> so I can't I can't connect with you on our shared like of this thing because I don't know if your like is really a thing that I would connect with you on do you know what I mean like well well once you said Leo like my instant 
like front of brain thought was that you do, I think you bring out confidence in other people as well as yourself. Like I think of you as a very confident friend and someone that can make people feel like the best them because you're being, I think of you as being your best self a lot of the time, like, or just a very like raw sunshine self, like a fiery self that's just enhanced with your fiery energy already. Um, But that was just like what came to my mind of like, you're doing you, which encourages others to do them. Even if you're not like literally encouraging, like sitting there like, go, sweetie, go. I think when Leos just be themselves, that's like cool. <laughs> like hot take right there. Leos be themselves is cool. <laughs> I'm thinking of like, they're, you know, I've seen you like come in to watch certain people and stand up or something, you know, like there is that very like uh, kind of protective where it's like, hey, like if, you know, if things go south, like I'll still make sure to laugh loud kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of. Mother, well, uh, the mothery, well, going yeah. back to mother th- sort of things like that, uh, that proud mama. But like, you're not going to give it to any old schmo. That's and what I think about. It's not life. fake either. You it's know, not fake. it's something that's there because it's, you know, it, it because you care. Mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's the thing where it's like a lot of times but also that's why I was like oh this one was this one was more eye-opening for me than I expected because I also was like well why because something I I I feel like that and en- makes me end up I like create barriers to connection that don't need to be there which like kind of what you were saying about the like 11th house things of like well I don't need to be best friends because I feel like I'm the opposite where I call everyone my best friend like not not literally everyone but I'm like I have seven best friends because I because I only have best friends I don't have like oh my god that's what it is I think that's what it is for like if you are someone that I are in my phone I text I hang out with you I see you you're like a best, that's a best yeah, friend. Best Everyone friend. else is uh, like, and hey, as an 11th house person, I love acquaintances. I miss sure. acquaintances so much in the pandemic time. Like acquaintances are a very underrated group of people. I love the people I just see it at, out dancing or we just see each other at like our various things. Um, uh, underrated hurt people that's are. That's why there's spirit. That's why there's spirit, not like whatever because it is also this thing where it's like you just grab it out of the air like you can't plan to see someone like that that's gonna whatever Mm -hmm. it's you know it's just a passing thing and you have that shared moment for just a moment and then it's got like Mm -hmm. I don't know one thing I really do think I'm Pisces in with and I don't know if it's necessarily friendships but it happens mostly with friendships for me is with technology and with like texting and stuff I, I, I don't care. Like I have a friend that we kind of have similar schedules, but sometimes we have opposite schedules. Like sometimes she'll get up really early at like five or sometimes I'll stay up till four, but I never, I don't care. I'm not like one of those people where like my mom, where it's like, why'd you text me after 9 PM? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like I'll like, I like for the conversation to be like continual and, and never ending. And like, I I do consider like texting especially just like one long conversation like I don't I yeah. don't usually normally readdress hello or something like that. You don't that. need to say bye unless like right. unless you're like the only time I'll say bye is like 
if we're doing a lot of back and forth and it's like, well, I'm about to go into something. So right. I'm yeah, signing right. off for now. Yes. Right. Away- there should be text away messages. I guess it's just aim. I think people I do for. have them. I know someone, sometimes I get ones that are like, I'm driving, right? It's just like, a my, mom has, my mom has that. I'm driving right now. But- you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Tech- yeah, I, I just, I really feel that, that I'm always available in that way or not always, mm. you know, obviously like, I don't answer for everything and like I I have a life and stuff like <laughs> I go to bed and everything but you know if I'm there and it's on and you text me like I'm ready to deep dive mm, I like mm-hmm. that do you That's guys nice. think you are do you think your text like here yes that? absolutely yeah where I I feel like again I'm like I it's the it's like the place in my chart where I feel kind of the like snobby I don't feel like I text I don't feel like I text like my 11,000 necessarily but I do think I like do respond because now I'm thinking of Mercury and Scorpio but it's all that fixed energy where it's like it's very like I'm either on or I'm the fuck off Mm -hmm. and and it's like the uh I don't know. I do. I do feel more rigid in that thing where it's like, obviously, if someone's in front of me, I'm never I don't ever kind of like uh, push away uh, attention the same way that I would be like, if it's a text, I'm like, oh, God, like, give me a minute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, for obviously, tor- like t- cuffs fill up uh, Taurus. I'm, I think just to go back to orig- like being a friend, I've always been the like the blunt truth friend, which I think is just Taurus in general with an extra in the 11th house place, which has gotten me into trouble. Uh, but then I have my, you know, in, with Placidus, I have Gemini, Mercury there in the 11th. So I've been an early tech adopter for like, I'm I'm on, sadly. I'm a texter. I I don't know. Like, I like to text. I I remember like getting my, one of my first phone bills and it was like, like, remember when they charged by the text and it was like a a $9,000 phone bill that my family then had to call Verizon and be like, what the, like, there's just no way. I remember like my people joking that I should be in texting competitions because that was going on back in the flip phone days of like, (laughs) you could text the fastest. Like, I've always been like a fast typer, a fast texter, quick to respond. But now I do try, like, if I'm going to be on, I'm, like, very on. And then I do try to do more, like, away into nature, get more analog, bring a camera instead of using my phone. Like, just trying to find those things that that work. But also, I mean, it's Taurus. I'm a pleasure puss. Like, I enjoy to text. If I didn't enjoy to text, then I probably wouldn't text. But I enjoy to text, so I will do it. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking of it now, and I do think I am. I do text Leo-ish because I also am, like – uh i am not typically the initiator of ones to like uh if that's the there's something very leo of that to me where it's like i don't i don't get a lot of texts and that mm-hmm. feels oddly leo well, i call and now i'm calling you that's my new thing i'm doing for you julie i, I call love, you now i love a call because also there's something i think i think also i'm just impressed well, you know it's very wanted when well, you get a phone call because it's like putting on a show that's the thing too yeah. where it's like the there's no there's i mean i know you like can and obviously texting feels more like informational to me i it doesn't feel as like I, I don't feel like I'm as good a writer as I am. Like, you do ever writer. do the phone record, the recorded notes? The voice notes, yeah. Yes, I am going to start trying out voice notes. But I guess it's like, I know we say that we don't have 
empty houses in that way. But I think I also just eleventh eleventh feels very um, not where I'm operating from on most instances because I don't have planets there. So like I have an eleventh house and I have feelings and mm-hmm. behaviors around group stuff, but uh, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I have so my question for you guys that I hadn't thought about it is this way, but this is a combination of listening to the astrology podcast episode and being reminded of, um, you know, the association with hopes and wishes in this. Mm -hmm. And they were saying how at first that might seem kind of odd, but if we are going through the houses, astronomically speaking, which is clockwise, the opposite that we normally go, Mm -hmm. um, 11, it goes 11, 10 and it's kind of it 11 is rising up to the 10th house which is that which we have like achieved and become and that so on our way there we have this like idea these hopes and wishes these things that we have not yet become but we are aspiring to be and mm. i think that, that kind of can go both like they go back and forth to each other whichever whichever direction we're we're operating in them but one of the things that this book that i have interpreting the houses um helen paul and bridget mary o'toole are the uh authors talk about your 11th house um ruler being how you achieve your hopes and dreams as Mm. well like the not necessarily like the mechanism It, it could be literally the mechanism by how you do it um, because also another signification of the 11th house is like how you make your money because it's the second house from the 10th okay Um, so it could be like physically how you achieve your hopes and dreams but also your mentality of how you go about achieving them so my question to you guys is do you think that you achieve your hopes and dreams by way of your 11th house ruler I don't know. It just this question kind of reminded me of a, a um an old coworker who was kind of a big actor. He's been in like some Oscar nominated or I guess Oscar winning um oh. movie and he's kind of a cool guy. I, he doesn't really talk to me now that we don't work together, but um uh, we used to talk a lot because he's an actor and I did stand up and we're both bartending and yes, you can be in an Oscar winning movie and still be a bartender. And, um, it's true. Yeah. It's it's so true. I've worked with, when I worked at a bar, this guy like sold this big book and, and writes to movies. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, Oh, well that runs out. If that wasn't the truth, nothing would be operational in Los Angeles. (laughs) I don't know his sign, but I bet I could Google it. But anyway, um, I bet he's a Leo. Anyway, um, I we would always talk about because you know he would be working on like doing more writing stuff to get more acting work, and I would be working on you know trying to do this thing or that or like podcasts and stand up and whatever. And um, I write too, and so we'd talk a lot about that kind of stuff. And I, one of the things that we kind of came to a conclusion on together was like this idea that. It's not that I need to be a comedian that bad or that I need to do whatever thing it is that bad. It's just that whichever one I pick, I'm going to want to do it the most. So, Mm -hmm. like, if I was going to go into culinary school, which was, like, something I was thinking about doing a long time ago, or if I was going to, like, sincerely take my career as a bartender, 
um, and like try to go into mixology and making canned cocktails to sell in stores or whatever, I would probably want to do it to the extent of a, a travel channel show or a judging on top chef or whatever. Like I want to do it like the most accoladed, the most, like, I want to know every part of it. I want to be in every, like, the most of whatever it is. Like, I don't think I'm going to be a tech genius. But if I did, I would want to be the one that, like, I would want to be Zuckerberg. You know what I mean? That's interesting because it feels like Pisces. But also, maybe that sounds like a splash of Taurus coming through. Like, either way. Because I think, I think Pisces gets that rap to not care. But also, I know that's not, like, but also Pisces care. So, do, like, that's the the that fish duality right of Pisces is like all in all or nothing, or I guess, yeah, the nothing. (laughs) Well, I think it's very all three for me because I do think Aquarius to 11th house stuff, they want to know all the moving parts and all the pieces and all the, you know, so I think that also that like history and all that. And then of course I think that because my son Mercury and Jupiter are in the 12th, of course that all that Piscean stuff is going to come up in the 11th too. I have three planets there. And then going into the 10th house, which is Capricorn. It's like, of course, like the same thing of wanting to have it all and do it all in order, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. So doing wish wishes and hopes like our cusp ruler. I mean, yeah. And I think this also kind of leans into some Pisces stuff I talked about for the ninth house, which guess makes sense because they flank the 10th of like when I just go with things and don't think too much about it. I have the most auspicious luck. Very my ninth house Pisces. And then also Taurus, like, I'm going to go for what makes the most money most of the time. <laughs> like, I am going to try to go for, like, what's sturdy, what's dependable. Like, I've never, ever been a person that's, like, like I've always worked, like, 40 hours a week while doing all every creative thing I've ever done. Like, I've never taken the, like, lesser work or lesser time or lower paying thing because if I – if I had that time, I'll invest more and do the creative thing. It's like, that's like, just doesn't work for me. Like I always keep on like getting paid. (laughs) Like it's very Taurus Venus. Like I want to keep getting paid and I'm going to try to find the thing that pays the highest with the least responsibility. So then I can actually do my dreams is like my Taurus working way system. So yes, I feel very like, like that's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Leo. I think so. I think I was just thinking of like, um, I guess to me, that's more, it's more of like a personal responsibility kind of thing of like, I do very much feel like I am, I kind of have to be the own, my own agent of my dreams. I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I am, I am like a manifester, but not in a way of like, I don't know. There's something to me of this that feels very much like not accepting help, but when you like those, those who help themselves or whatever kind of thing where it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, something, I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, like, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the 11th house is a place to ask for help. And that's not like a Leo thing. Yes, (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it does, it does feel like, um, again, that kind of like flipped fifth and 11th 
placement where it it maybe is maybe is not asking for help in the realms where it's very fine to ask for help and feeling like that feeling like I am all alone in some capacities when that's absolutely not the case Mm -hmm. Um, but also being like taking it upon myself to like make my own luck so to speak right it's the sun it's me It's, it's like I'm doing this here where uh, it is. And thinking about that, I feel like I definitely um, have have also not waited for like I I don't need people to come along with me often where that mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing where it's like, hey, I'm putting myself if you want to come great. But like I need to be putting myself in this situation. And uh, actually, it probably is better. I'm thinking of like when I first started comedy, I had a friend that kind of was starting with me and I was like, mm, I kind of can't do we. Like now, now this is a friend thing and not right. like me trying to make this done. So I kind of need to only be focused on this thing. Like this is changing the dynamic. So it mm-hmm. might even be better if I'm just doing this alone, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. yeah. As someone that would, what, like, I mean, the only times I ever attempted stand up was because I had friends to go with. And yeah. when I had no friends to go with, I stopped, then I was like, I'm not going anymore. Um, but I'll, you know, huh. Well, yeah, no, I like, like hearing you say that was like, it felt like opposite fuel of like all my 11th house scenes that I'm trying to like unlearn of like, oh, if I, I did want to go, but like, obviously not enough to like go alone, but also learning the lessons of going alone. Like, you're not there to kiki, you're there to work, you're there to practice and do the work. Yes. And I think that there are things. And maybe a little like, kiki, but like maybe yeah. the work. <laughs> well, and I think that there's a difference of saying to like, I, I, I just hate that thing of like, you don't, you didn't want to do it bad enough or whatever, where it's mm-hmm. like, I think we really got to move not to like heart, hone in on a, uh, you know, not not thought through like presentation and be like, this is what you mean, but it just, that's always like, no, no, no. I, I, I grapple with that. Cause like, even when I was in my mushroom groups and there was this mushroom that was like in a nine foot tree, like someone on the comments was like, you don't want it bad enough. And I took that, like, that is a theme like, I'm, yeah. wor- I'm working through of like not wanting something bad enough. Cause I will go the tourist comfortable route, right? Where I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't. And I'll like go with what works or what pays me. Well, or goes because, But also it's like, I think people want different things out of different situations and people gra- are gravitated. This is my like inherent issue with the 11th house and why like saying, oh, we're all a group like, oh, mushroom foragers it can encompass a bunch of different kinds of people that want to uh, like dedicate themselves at different levels or for different reasons mm-hmm. and like putting yourself in physical danger or like danger uh like from the law or whatever isn't me to me a prerequisite to liking mushrooms or whatever you know what I mean so yeah. I think it's also like people just also thrive under better conditions and that's not necessarily I don't know there's this whole thing I think that a lot of times people aren't taking into consideration when they and this I know this is what you what you're saying but like you didn't want it bad enough is like trying to shame people for their circumstances in some kind of way that it's like yeah I mean someone could want someone could want to play in the NBA with all of their heart and if they're not tall enough like it doesn't matter wanting something mm-hmm. it's not a prerequisite for doing it well it just maybe depends on your like maybe if I like if there is more support, then you can learn to do more things on your own. Yeah, all of it's, a, it's the same phrase, which, which I know RuPaul is like a controversial figure nowadays, but I'm, re-watch, I'm watching the new season of Drag Race. It's a really good cast. 
And the whole phrase of if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else has obviously been deconstructed where it's like, I get what you're saying, but also sometimes we need to maybe learn through the love of others to maybe love ourselves sometimes. Not that it's the job of the other person, but deconstructing language. All right. Last question okay. before we go through the transit or the science. Yes. Uh, the planets. This, uh, maybe Plates. I shouldn't ask any more questions. Um, <laughs> ask them. Ask the, it. Ask it. There, are there groups that you're a part of that you feel like you're not a part of and like don't really want to be? Oh. Or are there ones that you feel like you really used to be connected with that you're just like, well, Ooh. I guess that's like, quote unquote, in my bio now, but I don't really think of myself that way. I mean, I have like a one that I'm curious what y'all think, but I think I'm definitely, we're definitely in the astrology community, but we're, we're different in the astrology community, I think in many ways. So I think of, I think of that relationship a lot. Um, I feel like I'm in it, but an outsider that's in it still. That's interesting. I don't, that's one where I definitely don't really feel like um, that in it. I don't really know all the people like I know the people obviously that we have had on it so like, yeah. I'm not saying like I don't know them or whatever that I do like them all we know more than most uh, I don't also I don't super desire to be like in it like I, I like the people that are I like the kind of connection and spirituality but I don't feel the necess- the necessity to be like except me where I do in other things this is the astro- like this is I think the eleventh house in me, and this is why I'm a dabbler, and I think that's very eleventh. Is if my feed was only astrology, I'd go absolutely mental. I couldn't. I don't want that. Like I don't want my own my whole life to only be astrology, like or or mysticism or wellness. Like I need dumb shit as well, like mixed in there. And I think that's like. I think that's like the intimidation of like the ma- jack of all trades, master of none is because the people who I see who are masters of their trades or are really in it, it seems like it's like their thing and it's like their only thing. And maybe I'm project, I'm obviously projecting and very much like feel like outsider in, but I think that's where anything like that, whether that's pot, even pot, like, I don't know if there's podcast communities. Yeah. Like, I don't- I'm sure people think that like, they're like, you're a podcaster. I do not consider myself a part of the podcast yeah. community. At large. No. I consider it a part of this podcast community. Yes. Right. Course, and I love being a part of that. I think I, you know, it's so funny. Cause I'm also just thinking about friends too. I'm thinking of someone specific too of like name I, names. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of like how much I really don't associate myself with groups. Like I just oh, I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I know yeah, and not and I think sometimes it's in a way that I'm not necessarily like proud of because it makes me feel kind of like I'm um not fair weather but I like I'm like you need to put some I know what you're saying again like it, I feel like I can let myself off the hook in some ways and be like um I think it, it it also is very helpful but I also am like I'm not associated with them and I'm thinking of someone that I used to be associated with very closely but it never I never felt that way because I was like I didn't make any kind of declaration about us being I never said this is my best friend this is a like mm. this is someone that I hang out with or whatever but like to 
you are the you're lumping us together in this way. This isn't my doing. So I also can kind of like abdicate responsibility for saying like, well, I never claimed that this is the thing instead of being like, well, your behavior clearly says otherwise julia is this related to the rockabilly community at all no i no that's see another one where i'm like i i fucking love all that but i was like i never would have been like i'm part of the rockabilly community i was like not ashamed but also like same with frame same for me with ravers i was i was technically a raver i hung out with all ravers i only went to raves and i always felt like I was I'm like I'm just using you guys for the good times and the part like I didn't I don't know I felt like I was like a hacker in the system and not like part of the group I definitely used to feel like I was a uh integral part of the LA stand-up community (laughs) I I don't have that now yeah but it's so not the same and I hate that we don't have like female stand-up stuff where like you know, there's like that shitty guy that goes up every open mic and like, Ugh. I just remember yeah. like one time this girl who's kind of cool, uh, this guy said something about like how hard it is to be a white guy or oh, something great. or like how hard it is to be a man these days or something. And she just started clapping, like giving him a round of applause. Right <laughs> and I was like, that that's the funniest thing you could do right then. And, like, all the girls are, like, matching eyes and, like, just, like, laughing. And, you know, it's, like, this is just for us for one second. And, like, I miss stuff like that for sure because we can't hang out in groups right now. So, I guess, yeah, Yeah. I do miss being a part of groups. I've never had – I guess that's the thing with astrology. I I do think that I would feel a lot more connected with it as a community. I've never had, like, a – outside of just the three of us, like, I've never had a night with like Aliza Kelly, Colin Bedell, like, you know what I mean? Like a whole yeah. group of us. So I guess I don't really feel like it's a group thing that well, I'm in. Everyone's moved from New York during the pandemic. We don't get to hang well, out with anybody. I know. <laughs> I, I hope we, one we, day we do have that. to set that up. Because, I know. Yeah. There's now so many more people in LA, which is Yeah. Great. And, and like the people, obviously I love all the people that we've Skyped with and stuff too, but like the, the, New Susan. York stuff with Colin and like Susan, those IRL ones really do feel a bit more like a group chat. Yeah. Also, just because it's coming to the top of my mind, very self awareness, 11th house. I think obviously uh, for anyone who's coming from a marginalized community, I, I would assume that groups of people are very important. And I think that I there's no diss on finding that deep connection in groups or finding real identity in groups. I think they are life-saving, obviously. And if astrology and astrology groups and astrology Twitter has saved your life or like, you know, que- obviously queer communities, trans community, like that's like so yeah. important. But like, I'm thinking very surface level friendship, sort of. Well, <laughs> like, that's part of that's part of this thing that I'm talking about, about kind of being like, oh, I don't associate with groups. I also recognize that that's a huge like place of privilege where I also have the ability mm-hmm. to, even if it's only self delusion of that, that like, I am not forced to be, I'm not put in groups that I'm not in necessarily and if I am it's certainly ones that aren't necessarily of consequence so also like that you know is that Leo rulership or is that white privilege that I don't have to be aware of where I'm grouped in and that's something again that I'm not I'm not like uh certainly not saying that that's like okay some people don't have the the opportunity to not be associated with groups some people are associated with groups that they absolutely have nothing to do with and Mm -hmm. don't feel it's that part like 
you know, this feels more like I do. I will say I do think Eleven Houses maybe a little more chosen groups, but yeah, again, I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up all the things because that's very Eleventh Housey, and I just you know I don't want to poo poo on anyone's group fun. I do just I think I see how sometimes going with the crowd, especially when you're young and a teenager or in your early twenties. Um, it's hard to break from that. And it's hard to break from a lot of the groups that we ascribe to when we're younger and we can find new community at any time. I, I talked about this in the play, planet placements, but I feel like 11th house is very the opposite of no new friends. 11th house is there's so many more friends to make in my lifetime. Even the friends I've made moving to, I was like, Oh, if I move to LA and make two friends, I'll be happy. And now I'm just like, this is so privileged. Like, and now I have so many friends here. Like, but none of them are my best friends. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's still the thing where I think it's it's both things where it's like, yes, there is no knock on on community and on finding connection on things. When you are connecting with larger groups of people, the idea that you are going to connect on everything is like fewer and fewer the more people that you're like getting in the mix so then it's like oh well we all connect on astrology we might not connect on food or music too or whatever or you might like there's subgroups within that but like the bigger we get the more we kind of have to kind of unite under one thing and that's why it's like the organizations or uh like clubs in that sense where it's like we're here for this perp it's also like a shorter term i think kind of not shorter term connection but it also is like what do we we can only talk about you meet you meet with your club like once a month or once a week maybe or whatever i don't know what a club i'm imagining (laughs) right now is but it's like because you can't only talk about these things we have to talk about other stuff we have to do Mm -hmm. these things so it's like don't misplace connection on just this one thing for the totality of connection we can also find more intimate smaller groups within groups and those things are okay and yeah Mm -hmm. well that's why i love our patreon and discord because i feel like it's like a lot of it's obviously rooted in astrology but we talk about tons of stuff and usually it can be woven back into astrology but i think that's where i get that hang up of like i'm not in the astrology community or I'm like a bad girls of astrology that we we've self-declared ourselves but i think it's because my fear is i don't only want to talk about astrology like yeah. i will talk about it a lot obviously at night yeah, and i don't know, like I, I don't i'm trying to think of like it I guess our live events would be the times that I've hung out, like Courtney Perkins. I've hung out with where where it's not recorded, but yes. you know that doesn't it doesn't feel as much like a uh, small mm-hmm. group. And I'm sure that all the astrologers don't just sit around. Yeah, I know, I know. That. I'm being I'm very being very presumptuous saying they only talk about, but maybe that's the whole ash astro Twitter is its own mm-hmm. universe as well. Yeah, I think that's different yeah. than the people. Uh, obviously well and that's the thing too where i think these are questions if you are as we go through the the planetary placements if you do have planets if you don't have planets these are like both sides of the coin of 11th house too is it also like are these things that i am using for uh gateways to connection am i using our shared Mm -hmm. thing can we and that's something i think that like you know, in my estimation of you, Stevie, as a very 11th house person, I think you are someone who is very open to like connection in all of these kinds of forms and doesn't necessarily judge like 
uh, where someone like me would be snobbier about not being friends with someone because we don't have all of these things in common. You're like, well, we have this and there's this. That's why, like, of course, we're in the same mm-hmm. community. We're in these things. We have this shared thing. Why not let that be an entranceway to connection instead of uh, a, a barrier? I've had preppy friends. I've had stoner friends. I've had goth friends. I feel like my high school crew was like a conglomerate of like, breakfast club you know like we were very like all the all the random people and i've also a lot of my really good friends are also 11th house sons that i've i've grown up with or like or even some la friends too so let's go through these fuckers get them also here's my warning for everybody um self-sacrificing for the group across the board wanting to be liked obviously you know group mentality sort of things but anyways the sun I have this placement. It's always weird writing about ones that are yours because you're like, do I lean in and gas myself up or break myself down? I'll do a little both. So, um, you know, to be a leader of groups, bring people together. The sun is warm, so that might make others feel good. Um, Like I just mentioned before, I think the thing to keep in mind is losing sense of self or identity in the collective. Um, Wanting, I think this might have been a quote from i.horoscope.com, but it's in quotation, so I guess I... I'll read it. Uh, but they want to be part of a collective and dream big, seeing life as a source of opportunities. People can sense the fact that they're open and flexible, so they're very attracted to special magnetism. Um, and I've this is a little note I have, but we kind of talked about it, but I've talked to other 11th house sons that can sometimes feel lonely because they like are with so many people. Um, but I think, you know, this is, I think this is big producer energy. This is like, I think these are great organ. We didn't talk enough about the activism, I think, of 11th house. These can definitely get people to to show up you know, and that is a skill that not everyone has. So if you have fair 11th house son and people jump, when you say jump, don't be, don't abuse the power, but that's a big asset to use in your friend life, in your working life, in all, in all senses of that. The, the keyword from March and McCovers is actually individualistic, which surprised me mm. at birth, but totally makes sense, especially if we're thinking of like an activism situation. Um, but even that, like you, if you do well in a group situation, it's not because you blend in, it's because right. you know how to- You're leading the group center. typically. Yeah, you know how to yeah. center yourself in a group and that's mm-hmm. not like make it about you, but how to control and manipulate and, and take those things into account. Also, fun fact- uh, Danny DeVito, 11th house son. The man who will never be canceled. Dude, he's a king. I was re- I found an old uh like newspaper in something I was trying to go through, and it just ha- I opened it, and it happened to be a Danny DeVito article. He's so fucking cool, man. I'm, yeah, he's the best. I know, and, and, I know and, well. and very activist y as yeah. well, like you know, very much about the cause and like. Yeah, right. Danny, Danny DeVito says jump, you're gonna fucking jump, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I think this this is when I thought for Stevie for sure sentence from the book, but I I it definitely applies for Danny DeVito too. Hot, it's, of course. That was exactly <laughs> it. In bald headed. Um, <laughs> no, it says that um, circular shape. <laughs> <laughs> it says that you, you can inspire others in a new field and i think for sure like Ooh. we know that that has happened here with with you with our podcast with our listeners and 
and and me and you know I'm sure a bunch of other people but also with Danny DeVito you know I'm sure there are people <laughs> that look at him and thought like how did that fucking guy become an actor in Hollywood like I could do that you know I yes. always think about that sometimes with dare I say fugly actors where like they were like you know what I'm just fugly enough or well, I'm gonna make it yes. <laughs> okay this I just remembered that I highlighted this for you Stevie for this oh, this thank is also you. from Horoscope symbols, Robert Hand again. Um, it says fugly High concentration in the 11th. Uh, no. He says, a large number of planets in the 11th usually signifies people who act out and experience a large part of their lives in connection with friends or social groups. They are not usually rugged individualists because mm. they need group support to feel right about their position in life. But they will not usually be followers either. They will be active parts of the groups, which they will support and which in turn will support them. And I think that absolutely fits for you, too, because Aww. I think that you are like an active not to sit. You're not like a group wishy-washy, but whatever group you in, you are like an active participant in that group. And I think that the group also always recognizes you when you're there because you contribute and because you like, again, that individualistic thing where it's like because you make yourself known in a group. All right, I'm telling my therapist tomorrow. You guys have graduated a best friend, so yes. uh, really, you know, this all it took was a little flattery, yeah. feeling seen. Well, also, this is the thing. I think what we're talking about is. Like, and I wonder where this is in astrology, but like, this is chosen groups. This yeah. is participatory groups. It, it, this is not getting lost in, uh, you know, for example, like fascism or like, this is the opposite of that. That is like choosing to align with those who bring you up and those who cha like champion your individualism. Like if this is not, um, cults. Right, yeah. like, like yeah. that's twelve house. This is like hopes and wishes group. Yeah, these yeah. are. Yeah, this yeah. is where there also is, is that relational. That relational. We're all here for this shared thing, so we're hopefully showing up for each other in equal ways because we have this shared interest or whatever it is. Mm, and now I'm thinking it. about my themes of jealousy. This is like very the opposite of that. Like if you're doing good, it's part of the group effort. I know you're going to bring me with you, which gets me to the moon sign because this is very. Um, it came up for Moon and Saturn, but we'll talk about him in a second. But I'll put a pin in this mystery celebrity. Um, you might find a lot of emotional support and validation maybe from sources that aren't as obvious as your family. This can be, you know, your friends, your groups. Moon the 11th also for me screams very big healer, understander, bleeding heart sort of energy, like cares for the collective, making sure everyone has a drink as we talk about room temperature checking, making sure no everyone knows where to put their coats. Um, also, I think... Uh, this they might really like doing things with other people again that doing stuff alone can be tough for 11th house people uh, we're learning and George Clooney has this placement with also his Saturn and if you know anything about George Clooney so he has his cat moon in the 11th his son in the second he gave all of his close circle of friends a million dollars each so like that feels very Whoa. uh like um a lot of this uh gratitude towards where you came from in the group and your you know your comeuppance like it's I'm gonna bring these people with me is very 11th house in general, but especially the moon and with Sa moon and Saturn and the, well, uh, yes, both of those in the 11th for George Clooney just, I thought was so cool <laughs> to, to, since he had, had done this, like, that's pretty like so nice. Like, Milton Bucks. Hell yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. Keyword from Marcia McEvers for the moon in the 11th is friendly. Yeah. Friendly. There's going to be a lot of friendlies up, up in here. But I already I gave them 1.1 million. <laughs> yeah, very friendly. Uh, Mercury, this is where I also have my placement here. 
speaking up for those who need advocacy in the 11th house, being a voice, being a messenger, i.horoscope.com. You can talk to anyone about anything. Naturally curious about the world and other people. I, to me, that felt like, um, and maybe this is, I really wanted to be a documentary filmmaker as a kid, but I feel like that is very journalist. You're interested in groups, right? You're interested in the other. Um, I think 11th house is very much actually asking questions, be, not waiting for themselves to speak. You know, like they're like, um, I want to know what you think about this. And then we'll have this correspondence there. Interested in a lot of groups, hobbies, et cetera, which makes sense that the fifth house is hobbies, right? In this kind of opposite, you know, traditionally where we'll seek hobbies. Um, yeah. Social butterflies. Uh, Mar- keyword from March McEvers is group conscious. Mm-hmm. I like that too, because it is again, thinking of those in opposition to each other of like the house of pleasure, which is really just for you self-focused of like the, and hobbies too, because it is like things that you do for yourself versus group. And I think asking questions like that, um, this interpreting the houses book, Helen Paul, Bridget, Mary O'Toole, um, says Mercury in the 11th also is profit through your own efforts on behalf of others. Mm. And I think that like kind of giving voice to uh, being the one to like ask the questions and get the group going also Mm. really, really fits where it's like, you're not, you, you start the conversation, but you're not talking about yourself. You're getting other people going because again, that individualistic thing, you have the ability to say like, Oh, like, what's everybody's favorite blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I love prompts. So yeah, I think exactly, exactly. I don't know if this is basically what you just said or exactly <laughs> what you just said. But, like, I feel like this is the person that actually just had this experience today, but I don't want to get into it. But like, uh, when you, you say something and someone's like, yeah, everyone else is also that like you say the thing that everyone else is also feeling or mm-hmm. like, oh that yeah. happened to me too or like oh that not I mean not like I'm not talking about like a sexual assault situation but like mm-hmm. I'm I feel about, like this like, is yeah. like the person that's like hey does everyone this is me at my office when I used to go to office hey can I take a quick poll on who's bothered by the fluorescent lighting? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And or enough like, people I'm are bothered and everyone is off. too. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. like, I'm just going to put this out there. It doesn't have to be my way. I'm just curious if everyone else is bothered by the temperature well, or the lighting. And that's such an interesting, I hadn't thought about it in this way of like, there is something in wired in that that is thinking if I'm thinking this other people must yep. be thinking this too yeah. instead yes. of it feeling like which I think Especially. I feel sometimes which is yeah I, no one else is feeling this I'm the only one Same. I'm like this is so weird I'm too weird and if I ask yeah. everyone else is gonna hate me because I made them turn the air off exactly they're gonna think I'm is this narcissism is this narcissism that I think everyone thinks the same way I do is it <laughs> or, narcissism that I think I'm so different no that's oh exactly my god it's all narcissism it's both ways but that's why it's like 11th and group connect like the thing again of just like finding yourself recognized in a group because mm-hmm. we all are some everybody is probably thinking the same thing or whatever like we need those people to remind us like oh I was cold thank god I thought it was just me I just didn't want to say anything because that's how I think like mm-hmm. those, again back to this like did you want it bad enough it's like no nah, some people are, are are 11th house mercuries and some people are second house mercuries mm-hmm. and also I mean this is like there were some things about being manipulative when you have the 11th house place sure. which I attributed to my cancer Mars but 
uh, you know, and maybe it's just everything. Why not both? But thinking like, well, if I just go, I'm cold, I'm turning up the heat. That's like, well, I guess I wouldn't say it that way. Very 11th house. But if I get like consent, a group yes. consensus, then I'm validated in right. that. Yeah. And then if yeah. everyone goes, no, we're fine. It's like, okay, I guess uh, it is just me and I will go get a jacket. Yeah. 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 Cool. Venus, Venus. Also have this placement here, uh, conjunct my son. Really important. Um, this is something I've struggled with in all my relationships. Uh, it's very important how your partner might fit into your relationships, friendships, or social life. Um, this can be very rooted in if they can hang. Um, this also, same with your friends, with their other friends. Like, I want my friends to meet these people. I want it all to be shared. Um, this also, you know, I talked about this is not the no new friends. Uh, 11th house is very yes, new friends. Um, also if you do have any aspects or placements that are, um, yeah, you know, I didn't say this up top, but of course this is, everyone's going to have different signs and different aspects and different things. It's not just a clear cut dry for Venus in the 11th, but if you do have Venus in the 11th with harsh aspects, um, maybe considering just opening yourself up to some more friends and more opportunities and more community. I think that goes across the board. Obviously, uh, Venus too likes its thing. So big future planning, like what do we do next? I want to own this. I want to have this. Like, I, like it likes to look forward versus backwards. Looking backwards might be a turnoff. I think again for a lot of these eleventh house placements. Yeah, uh, this says you might have a lot of artist friends, and you're very cooperative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can uh, feel that. Keyword from Margie McEvers is amicable. Amicable Mars, um, also doubling down on like the four, because I, I think a lot of 11th house stuff too was very the future and plans and goals. So I think that felt very going forward. Um, uh, also big leader energy. I think this is maybe closer. I think of this with the sun, right? Like of that natural, like take charge sort of thing. Uh, Mars is really about doing and not thinking too much. So I think, uh, I think 11th house piece of people might also overextend sometimes and overpromise um cuz you know why wouldn't i go to this thing cuz i don't know what connection might be there maybe i'll meet someone which is all these are good things but i think that's just my you know note of you know when we're in normal times when we can't overextend ourselves of just awareness of overextending or maybe even with mercury overpromising sometimes too of just committing to a lot of different people yeah um, um keyword from march mcevers is exploratory Mm-hmm. And I think that definitely fits. Also, this other book, Interpreting the Houses, says um, makes has a note about associations being formed impulsively. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh, like someone also, becoming a best friend in the bathroom or something. Yeah, <laughs> or just that of like maybe not a lot of forthright. I mean, forethought into like joining a group, but like saying like, yeah, I'm gonna go. This to me is the person that like agrees to go to the like friend hike or whatever but then insists on like leading the hike but has never been on the hike you know what I mean like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's it's very much like I'm just gonna take action but is not group conscious necessarily Mm. it's more like well this is what I do instead of taking that temperature oh okay yes 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 the book finds you revolutionary and it says that you um you you maybe gotta work on pushing people to keep up with you yeah, like, oh. not not doing that so much. Yeah. yeah, Jupiter also have this year. Lots of opportunity through connection. 
you know, I always wanted to be a pastry chef. Oh my God, your friend's cousin works at the bakery. They'll put in a good word for you. I think that's very 11th house in general is using your community and using your connections. Dare I even say this is the house of networking, perhaps? Um, yeah. You know, it is. Uh, Jupiter is definitely blessing with lots of ideas. Um, there can be luck and a push in many different areas of life. I do think um, going back to that, like not being a master of none, there might be a lot of Again, these are champagne problems. There might be a lot of different opportunities. They did some, some did note on being lazy because we might rely on our connections to others versus maybe doing a little hard, you know, we'll get to Saturn next, doing that hard, Saturn work. Um, but also, you know, that success with your friends through working with people, it's all very like at your fingertips. Just put out, put out the word and you'll probably be heard. If you are well aspected, know that your judgment is sound and your intuition is good. Oh, I like that. Um, this interpreting the houses one brings up that uh, Jupiter and the eleventh house people wish for quote unquote rainbows, which that just made me think of like the you know maybe a little bit too lucky. Um, the key word for this one is benevolent. Uh, for Jupiter the 11th and I think it's that it's where it finds its joy I mean Jupiter is about more so Mm -hmm. what like the bigger your network the better like how what is ever there is no this to me is like big like real estate agent that kind like I know that's what I'm thinking but it is like what Mm, how could it ever be bad to know more people you're always knowing someone like when oh I I've I've worked in television and and specifically in talent and casting and I'll always answer the phone because yeah. I don't know where that oh. next person might lead to or like everything I've ever done has been through a random. That's why I do think my Jupiter, that's why I go plasmus on it. That's why I do feel like it's very 11th versus when I've discovered in 12th. And hey, it's both technically like it depends on how you're slicing the pie. But that's like where I'm like, no, I just feel so Jupiter Mercury 11th that I can't. I don't know, I'm claiming it. I'm keeping mm-hmm. it. I'm just such a. I go to like, I go to weird things and I'm like, I'm always like, why am I here? I'm not an extrovert, but here I am. And then I always like something weird happens and I like it. <laughs> you, you can't cast your closest friends in every reality show you work on. You have to be able to pull from bigger than, than that. And so if you aren't open to expanding that, then you're never going to find who you're looking for. The same thing of like, once you sell a house to someone that, you know, you're not, continuously selling them a house you need to like keep who's your friend who's your cousin yeah you gotta be interested in who someone else isn't interested in and that's where I think that also that derivative house too where it's like um you know what does your position who who can you connect to that someone else is connected to Mm -hmm. Saturn Saturn, George Clooney, uh, the responsible one, but seriously, the one who might feel a little more obligated to the groups that they're involved in, um, feeling really connected to who got you to where you're going, um, a big emphasis in those working connections, obviously with Saturn. Um, and there's really a gift in being the structural one in group. So I think if you're maybe have some of these 11th house placements, maybe that's Saturn, and you don't feel like you're the Mercury, like rally cry kind of person, I think that Saturn might be the good organizer, party planner, the more tactful uh, person in the friend groups versus maybe the like uh, motor mouth person (laughs) instead. Like this is like the like, okay, no, I'm like logistically planning this event. Yeah, um, this is high hopes, they say. And they also say that, the friendships may be smaller in circle, but very strong and meaningful. Mm. Key keyword is constant. Yeah. 
dedicated. I mean, that sounds like Clooney. I love, I love my, he's a cat moon king. Yeah, that is truly Uranus. So I think this is definitely someone that might have, uh, this feels like big, like class clown energy and also maybe uh, being friends with people who don't seem like they mesh with you. Like, I think this is also going in there. Like I can be friends with anyone. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem like we'd be friends, but we are might have a lot of different types of friendships and different groups. Um, yeah. And I think also could be that person that might, you know, obviously with Uranus themes, challenge the group to think about things from a different perspective. I think 11th house is already kind of doing that, but that Uranus push is really, you know, seeing things from, from the non-traditional way. The book mentions that both Uranus and Saturn are associated with this house. So sometimes these people may have um, compartmentalized here, my weirdo friends, my normal mm. friends, or they, they might have that duality going or, or obviously like they, they surmise that they would have many groups of friends, but you know, they might be a little bit more um, Uranus and Saturn. Saturnian in nature I guess Mm -hmm. I like this from interpreting the houses it says because it's like bullet points kind of but Uranus in the 11th friends from all walks of life hopes and wishes attained in unexpected ways social life important things rarely go according to plan (laughs) (laughs) it feels like a poem the the keyword uh the keyword from Marcia McEvers is unemotional which I Hmm. thought was interesting and maybe a little bit too like I don't know on the nose, but but also, I guess I'm thinking more less unemotional, more like unsentimental, perhaps of that ability to have friends from a bunch of different groups or like go with the flow. I guess that is kind of a inherently unemotional state because it's changing. I don't know. Yeah, or if like someone maybe comes into your life or back out. Like I feel like Uranus is someone that could like pick it back up where you yeah. last left off and you don't hold that like we don't keep in touch so I don't know if we're friends it's like no if I when I see you I see you yeah. <laughs> it feels very Uranus yes Neptune obviously Neptune is known for its little boundaryless ways um so that can be like really big sharing in the group like what's yours is mine sort of thing I think Neptune's always going to have like some cult I know we said there's this is not the cult house but I think Neptune's just a cult uh, leader participant in general um but i think too neptune obviously is the dreamer this is the place of fortune and vi- of this vision and goals so i think uh, if you are feeling those like kind of murky waters of neptune to reach out to your community there they love the big dreams that you're doing the neptunian vibes that you bring to the table so um you know take all these ideas and dream big and let people know what it is you're envisioning because um maybe you can't like build a set but you have this you can draw it and someone you know might build it for you so it's really like uh using that meshiness to to share and get the whatever you're envisioning done the book mentions that you may join organizations with a more idealistic or visionary um aim in mind um well aspected you may be getting hot tips spiritual advice or you know intuitive advice uh, if challenged by aspect, you may be getting unreliable advice. Yeah, I was going to say, this to me is not cult leader energy, but this is big cult joiner energy. Yeah, of yeah. Kind of being uh, 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 delusional about what our, what we are associated with, perhaps. Um, with Neptune, I always just warn wherever it is, and I think especially in these social people houses of like, just beware of the wolves in sheep's clothing, you know, the people that might want to take advantage of your sweet Neptunian ways. 
Um, just because there um, are weird, shitty people out there, obviously. Although I guess this isn't cult leadery. So keyword from Archie McEvers is, and now I'm just remembering that was part of my research that I was supposed to do, which is look up the correct way to say the quixotic. Uh, oh. oh, yeah, that's like, correct, I believe. It is? Okay. Because um, I couldn't remember because I'm like, I know it's in like reference to like Quixote. Okay, that's how I was seeing it. But that's why I was like. Yeah, but I don't think it is I don't think said that way. Pronounce it that way. Yeah. Okay. The word is quixotic and someone that they brought up that had Neptune in the 11th is um, Richard Nixon, which hmm. to me is also though delusional about your associations and like wow. what, what groups can do and also like your actual like network i don't know there was so much of that that i was like oh that totally fits for like uh well, what a big he- vision and dream he had for yeah. uh, his whole yes. plan so it's also- was it communicated uh and executed well not really <laughs> yeah and i think that that can speak to a bunch of different things but i like that of like often see friends i think it can mean you also like see friends where there aren't friends uh, which can kind of the romanticization like, that yeah can do. yeah or think that people have more of a stake but uh, i just thought that was an interesting one of a, an example of who has that yeah no i think that it that it very much is uh i wonder like like yeah does, it, does his loser ass have any friends um pluto so i i know like a decent amount of 11th house pluto people and whenever i've talked to them they i've noted a theme of feeling like the black sheep odd person out in friend circles even maybe if that's not again we've talked about this 11th house deception of like not feeling like very in groups but not in groups and um also not maybe not wanting to ask for help as much um but also on the flip side i think because that can sometimes be because Pluto's so devoted to the group that if if you did get traumatized from your friend groups, I think it can be hard to re go back into them if you've like we're really close, really dedicated, my friends in my life, and then if someone like pulls a fast one, then it's like never again will I be duped by these assholes. So Pluto can yield a lot of power and influence in friend groups. Um, you know, Pluto has that genesis qua as it tends to do, but I invite Pluto. 11th house people to drop their susness you know because it's gonna Pluto's sus and just ask people straight up what they're thinking where you're at and I think that can apply to a lot of 11th house spots too this book mentions that you do not want to be defined by anyone else's group or Mm. grouping or social any kind of identity or class like that you also need to learn to not get approval before you start oh um keyword from marcha mcgovers is maverick which okay. i thought was fun and but has also been ruined by the 2008 election um <laughs> but this other one interpreting the houses says uh again forgive me for reading literally but it says a joiner of crusades and groups espousing unorthodox causes underworld friends which wow. I like that phrase, or friendship with those in trouble. Um, mm. And then another signification of this is children may travel back and forth between separated parents, Pluto in the 11th. Oh, interesting. Um, which I thought was interesting. But I like that idea of like underworld friends too, of like these also might be associations that at one time were really intense, but ultimately you have to like let go of 
in order to like move forward because it can be so consuming. Yeah. Um, so maybe not as maybe not as intense as underworld friends, but that thing too, I think of like maybe even past associations. I wonder uh, you know, thinking going forward, if we're going to see that as a signature potentially for people like coming out of, um, like out of bad associate, bad group associations. Yeah. I mean, I, now I'm thinking of like the being scorned from previous friend groups or black sheep, you know, I think when you have, I, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but like, I feel like a lot of friends in early youth, I, does everyone have bad friends? So I feel like everyone you go yeah. through groups, yeah. and I think I think Pluto's just going to feel that stain mm-hmm. a little harder. I think yes. the, the, the residual nature of those friends might stick around. Yeah, I have I one one last one because you mentioned it, Lisa. That this is from interpreting the houses, the North Node. Yeah, is fortunate for friendship and attainment of goals and wishes. The Complete Idiot's Guide also has um. North Node for all of them, but I'm not going to say it because I already closed the book. So <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. I just noticed that they read it, and uh, for you, for you, it's good. Yeah, yeah, that's like magic. I mean, Pisces North Node in eleven. It just like I feel like such a literal translation of magical community, right? Like, yes. okay, well, let's get that little astro party going. I know. It's so again, I'm not afraid of joining the astro community full fledged. I would just like to talk about McNuggets and periods and we will. I'm like, Hey, I'm being judgy. There's being no judgy. way we're not going to. Yeah, true. we're going to. We can't. We, they've told us not to since the very beginning. It's true. Yeah. I know. Exactly. Well, well 11th house is cool. Yes. I mean, yeah, every house, every house is cool, but I think, uh, I think 11th house and maybe this is me trying to speak for me. I think it's deeper than like, I think it gets a very surface read of like friends and it's like, but it's so conscious mm-hmm. and that's the self-awareness someone, part of it. Someone already done a meme of the houses as houses. Cause I'm going to do that and don't, <laughs> don't take it. No, but that's a great idea. This is definitely the, uh, modern tech house like the tech mm-hmm. like smart house yeah i love mm-hmm. it no i agree i think that this is and i i will say i had some again my own kind of this top half of the chart uh these upper houses i feel like are you know i i have a little chip on my shoulder of having stuff not in that this top half and you're right it is i think a lot deeper than just oh socializing whatever and yeah. it rules they all rule. They all jaw rule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all live in it up, you guys. Yes, exactly. You. Thank um, you again for listening. We know it was you. long. Yes, but we love you, and uh, you're all in our 11th house community. And True. Technically very true. Love having you here, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?